0: This episode of Geared Up is brought to you by National Car Rental. Take control of your travel experience with National Car Rental's Emerald Club. Visit nationalcar.com to find out more.
1: Welcome to Geared Up, brought to you by National Car Rental from GeekWire.com in Seattle. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Andrew is the YouTube star up here on the panel, Gadget Reviewer, known for Gear Live. And Andrew, you had a fascinating behind-the-scenes experience with a high-end smartphone that You wouldn't have expected from the company that unveiled it. And we're going to be talking about that this week. It's really kind of an interesting Mm -hmm. twist that you encountered, uh, both in terms of the device and the event. That's right. Where they unveiled it. Plus, coming up, we're going to be talking about Microsoft's latest attempt to compete with Apple and the iPad. I've heard this story before. Many times. Many times. But we'll see. what I don't know. I don't know. Can they do it? Can they compete? I don't know. (laughs) Plus, the latest on the Tesla Model 3, which is on pre-order by you, right? I mean, you've ordered this thing. It's coming in. I
0: ordered it over two years ago, but I actually am picking mine up this Sunday, finally, after over two years. But uh yeah, some news came out recently from Elon Musk that we'll be going over as well. All right, before we jump in, just a quick reminder. We are giving away an
1: Oculus Go. Right here. This is the brand new VR headset, standalone headset. Doesn't require a connection to a computer or doesn't require you to insert a smartphone either. Wireless. It's wireless. It's a great device, and we are giving one away to
0: one lucky subscriber to the Geared Up podcast. Andrew, what do people have to do to to enter to win? It's pretty simple. There is a link in the description on the YouTube video. There's a link in the show notes on GeekWire. Click on that link. Actually, on GeekWire, there's even the embedded widget. Just look for the widget. All you need to do is be subscribed to the Geared Up podcast and submit a screenshot showing that you're subscribed and you're entered. Absolutely, and then we will pick one person at
1: random from all of those entries to win the slick new Oculus Go, one of my favorite devices of the year. Your this my, of the year. might this be your my gadget of the year, of the year so yeah, far. We'll see in December. I think so, yeah, compared to like the Nintendo Switch last <laughs> year for you, this <laughs> yes. is kind of like my Switch of 2018. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's jump into it. Andrew, tell us about this new smartphone from the company called Red. Yes. So this is not like U2 and Red and Apple. This, is, is, a, not.
0: this is the company no. that's known for making high-end cameras. That's correct. Cinematic cameras. Yes. RED makes cinematic cameras, as you just said. If you're making major motion pictures, or maybe even if you're trying to make, you know, your your own movie, you might buy a RED camera. These are like $50,000 at a minimum to buy a RED camera. That doesn't include the lens. That doesn't include the battery or the memory card. Everything's proprietary, which makes them, you know, you can easily spend $100,000 on a RED camera. They have names like Weapon and Epic W. Dragon (laughs) and all that. Yes, the Red Weapon, the Red Dragon. This company, which makes these cameras, which are all modular, by the way, so you buy a camera body, but you can upgrade the internals and you can switch the lenses out, of course, and you can buy all different pieces. So basically, it allows they allow you to build exactly what you need using their cameras and all the different parts that they sell. Very modular. So Red announced the Red Hydrogen One. This is their first smartphone. And it's very interesting. They invited a bunch of people to this event down in L.A. It was on a Saturday, which is already weird because most people don't want to work on a Saturday or travel on a Saturday. Um, And when I got there, they let people know before they actually opened the doors, no cameras. Like five minutes before, right? no, No cameras allowed in. By the way, media, come on in. Come on in. Get up to the door. Right. Uh, Wait in the
1: no, line. Take that camera back to your car. Right. Exactly.
0: If you have a camera, if you have a prof- is professional, if you have a professional camera, it's not allowed in. What about smartphones? Smartphones are allowed in. That's highly ironic And that they, they don't said, allow cameras. Right. Well, what they said was, you can bring in your smartphone because they're not going to make people believe their smartphones in their cars. You can take pictures of the device. You can take video of the device, but not the screen. Okay. No screen. You can okay. get the back. You can get the side. You can get reaction of yourself looking at the screen. That's fine, but no screen. And the reason for this, yeah, is one of the main features of the Red Hydrogen One smartphone is the 3D display. Oh. oh man, this okay. So basically, it's like the Fire Phone. It's better. Okay, it's but yes, that's the right idea. Nintendo 3DS, Fire Phone, those are the right so ideas.
1: Glasses-free 3D Correct, on the screen, but
0: probably the best you've ever seen. Really, best glasses-free 3D that you've ever seen. Okay, so so you got in. You had to leave your camera back in your car. I didn't bring a camera. Okay, Um, I did bring my smartphone because for me traveling on a Saturday in and out of L. A. on the same day, I wasn't going to bring all sorts of heavy equipment. I planned on using my smartphone anyway. So this thing's the Red Hydrogen One. Hydrogen One, and it makes sense. They don't want. There's no way to have the 3D picture come across in a 2D video or or picture, and so that's why they were hesitant to let people kind of show that. So you go in. And the first thing is they put you in a soundproof booth, hmm. and they say we're going to give you the phone, um, and we're going to play a demo reel, and you're just going to watch and listen and, and see what this phone can do from a media perspective. I
1: got to say, this is the strangest product unveiling I've ever
0: heard. It's very about. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And also, there weren't even a lot of media there. It wasn't a media event. It was a it was an industry. So Red, being a company that makes filmmaking equipment, had a lot of film producers there. There were a lot of sports stars, movie stars, music stars. Um, It was like a celebrity event. And it seems like this device is geared towards that crowd rather than the average consumer out there. So this is somebody who might want to be out making
1: a movie on the weekend in their spare time. Who
0: can't afford $50,000 or more for a... A traditional red camera they would buy this phone and this phone is also modular and will allow you to affix Lenses Nokia Panasonic like all these lenses that you would put on a DSLR can attach to this phone That's pretty incredible are yeah. there other phones
1: out there that have tried that I mean I know that the no. camera was a big thing in terms of the Andy Rubin phone the name of which I've already <laughs> the, the, essential the essential phone, phone the like essential the camera phone. attachment, but this is different like you can take stock off the DSLR camera right. lenses and put it onto this phone with an adapter, right? Right. So. And
0: and the the essential phone was more of a it was a three D yeah. gimmick. Whereas Red, again, they're really known for making high end video shooting equipment. And so this phone fits into that. So any attach it's not like the Moto mods where you can attach different mods to the Motorola phones that do all sorts of different stuff. All of their mods are gonna be about filmmaking or capturing media. So from what so. I've read, this is a pretty big phone 5.7 inch screen 5.7 inch display which is which matches the iphone 8 plus the plus size but the body of the phone is so much bigger so even though the screen size is the same it dwarfs even the plus size iphone it's it's like holding just a large chunk of metal because that's what it is um there's a 1200 dollars version and then there is a 1600 dollars version which is made of titanium and I mean, yeah, I mean, you're dropping this phone. It's it's fine. It's just titanium. I just dropped titanium. It's fine. You know what I mean? So it's like rugged because you're gonna have this in environments where you may drop it on cement or whatever. Um, but you've seen some pictures of it. What do you think? What do you think? It, of it this looks thing?
1: really cool. It looks like something I would never buy because it's very niche. And right, it that's is. one of my questions for you: Is, is there any chance that this beca- could become a mass market play by this
0: company? If it no doesn't way. feel like it's not it. going to be a mass market play in the same vein as. Um, you know, if you're in the movie industry or film industry, you'll know like the red cameras aren't the mass market thing or just like, you know, Porsche versus Toyota. Porsche does very well, but they don't sell anywhere near the volume that Toyota does. But that doesn't mean that they're not successful. You know, I mean, they play in their own lane.
1: OK, so a couple questions for you. First off, when is this thing going to
0: be available? August. August. OK. And you said the price ranges from what? To uh, what? There's a model that is 1195 and there's the higher end model that is 1595.
1: So I know this is very difficult, but to the best of your ability,
0: describe the 3D effects on the screen. And yeah. what did how did they change the experience? What did they do? There's two things that are impressive about the phone from a media perspective. There's the 3D display, which as you're looking at it, it just does a, a much better job above any other device and there have there have been many there was HTC had an Evo 3d phone many years ago there's a Nintendo 3ds and there was a the fire phone um, this outperforms all of those they had different movie clips like you know whether was Black Panther Avengers Guardians of the Galaxy some Pixar type stuff and it felt like you know there was depth like you're looking into the display but there was also like there was one shot where confetti popped out and it seemed like it, it like it looked like it came out of the phone which was cool um, but Quite honestly, 3D effect type stuff can still feel gimmicky. What didn't feel gimmicky, though, was the sound. There's these stereo speakers Mm. on there, but they've tuned them to be surround speakers. Mm. And so when you're just listening to the phone, you're just listening, no matter how you're holding it, the sound is all around. You hear stuff behind you, which is crazy. But then when you put headphones on, they have Dolby surround headphone, and there's a demo station. So the guy plugs it in, he puts the headphones on, and he starts it. But I don't realize he started it yet. And I actually turned around because I think there's someone like there's like a door being knocked on. I'm like, oh, what? what Behind is that? You. but it's actually the phone doing that. So the sound was actually the most impressive thing for me, even above the 3D display. Um, they've done a good job at making it a nice media consumption and creation device. Um, the cameras on the phone do also support 3D capture. So you can take you know whether it's pictures or movies you can turn them into 3d interesting um although 3d seems to be dying out I don't know I don't know that's where getting back to the oculus go
1: discussion and the whole oh. 360 video See, thing that's true is as soon as the consumption that's is true. spread wi- more widely that becomes democratized untethered
0: from yeah. the smartphone
1: or the computer I think for example like that's one of the first things that I do when I'm checking out the oculus or checking out new content on the oculus I look for video yep. versus an app right right yeah, although the too. apps are cool and Anyway, I've been starting to think about what could I record in 3D that yeah. would be cool. So I, I actually think that's there's a market true. for this for creators. That and, is true. And even everyday people.
0: Yeah. So that's the phone. Expensive,
1: right. cool,
0: but not mass market.
1: Was it worth the trip?
0: Yeah. I got some good content. I'm putting together a, a uh, wrap-up video. And there will be a media event coming up in a few weeks, I was told. And you'll have the you you know, early bring your camera. In. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. So that is the new red Hydrogen One smartphone. It runs Android, by the way. Yes, it does. And it will be available from both Verizon and AT&T yes. when it's released. So it's, it's August. not one of those that just goes out without a correct cell plan yeah. connected to it, which can limit the market if, mm-hmm. if it doesn't have that attached to it. Although it is nice to be able to buy it independently. Absolutely.
0: Of it. Absolutely. Which you can also do that as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we will be right back on Geared Up talking about Microsoft's latest attempt to challenge Apple in the tablet market. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire, and we'll be right back.
0: All right, welcome back to Geared Up. It is time for the National Car Rental story of the week. Yes, Geared Up is brought to you by National Car Rental. Go national. Go like a pro. Find my show, technically speaking, at the nationalcar.com control center or youtube.com slash nationalcarrent. That's where I talk about the best tech and travel gear that you can buy for those of you who like to take vacations or even go on business travel. Absolutely. You know, I've got lots of little business travel tips if you ever want any. I, I need to hear your business travel tips. Uh, my, I'm very curious. My favorite. You spent yeah, a lot of time in Philly.
1: Yeah. So don't take Uber to the airport. Take one of the, the car sharing services like uh, car to go or ReachNow. That's my, oh. that's my latest, my oh, latest tip. And then you can, you know of course, get into your, your national car once, once you arrive at your destination. There you go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> pull that one out of the fire, Andrew. Yes, yes, yes. So
0: check <laughs> out, technically speaking, again, youtube.com slash nationalcarrent. The latest tech puts you in a driver's seat of your travel experience. National Car Rentals and Club will keep you there. All
1: right, so the national car rental story of the week is a scoop by Bloomberg News about Microsoft planning to launch its own low-cost tablet line, Surface versus ipad
0: round eight how many rounds is i mean <laughs> microsoft has i remember when bill gates was the ceo talking about microsoft tablets oh, that yeah. was a long time ago oh my
1: gosh so well, that's oh god this is a whole i can go on so many different diversions here but that is microsoft's problem over the years in many cases it wasn't a lack of vision they had the vision early you know everything from iptv to tablets yeah. to all this stuff it's just the execution the ability mm-hmm. to to time the market correctly to to not be too early. At any rate, tablets was an example. And then when they finally did get into it after Apple essentially defined the market with the iPad, they came out with Windows 8 and that whole attempt Mm -hmm. to remake the operating system. yeah, Windows RT? Yeah, Windows, Windows 8, Windows RT. <laughs> uh, that whole generation of Windows, I think, is looked back upon by the industry, maybe not by everybody at Microsoft, but certainly by the industry as the place, one of the areas where Microsoft lost its way because they alienated so many of their desktop users. Yeah. Now, in recent years, you've seen them actually do some really good things under Panos Panay with their Surface lineup overall. Right. Surface Laptop, you know, Surface Pro, and, and now... The news that was reported by Mark Gurman and Dina Bass. And let me tell you, first you got the scoop machine, Mark Mm Gurman, and then Dina Bass, who's covered Microsoft for longer than I have. Really? Yes. Wow. When I saw these two bylines, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay. This this story is legit. I'm here. (laughs) So they say, quote, Microsoft is planning to release a line of lower-cost Surface tablets as soon as the second half of 2018, Mm -hmm. seeking a hit in the market for cheaper devices that Apple dominates with the iPad. So that's the Bloomberg report. This to me is interesting because it's essentially Microsoft just trying to come back on this once again, but in a much different way. Because with the Surface lineup, the whole idea has been, hey, this thing can be your computer. It comes with, or you can buy for it, attachable keyboard, all the sorts of things. But it's higher end. And if anything, they've been pushing higher and higher with the Surface Pro. Yes. And here you have them coming back and, and trying to basically cover their bases
0: I will be fascinated to see what the interface on this thing looks like. It's very weird because Apple's whole recent iPad campaign has been "What's a computer?" Yes, have you seen that? Uh, actually, I've seen parts of it, but describe it for folks who haven't. Yeah, so basically, it's uh, it's just the iPad can, depending on what type of user you are, the iPad can replace what you would need a cheap laptop for. And do things likely in a better way or more efficient way. So they have these ads with kids, for example, doing schoolwork and they're like drawing on their tablet with the Apple Pencil and they're using Touch to manipulate things and they're sending emails and texting with their friends and they have their their attachable keyboard. And um, at the end of one of these commercials, one of the neighbors says, "Oh, hey, that's a cool computer." And the kid goes, "What's a computer?" <sighs> Nice. Because nice. I, I use an iPad. Yes. What's a, I don't even know what a computer is. Exactly. So what you just said was that, you know, the, the whole thing with the Surface is it can be your computer. So it's, just, it's funny how it's all aligning up again. Absolutely. And the interface to me is a really interesting question
1: because Microsoft did go so far in terms of essentially – Forcing the tablet interfo- interface on all of their users. Yes. And, and then they really backed away from that to the point where if you get Windows 10 on a laptop, you can avoid that start screen altogether, yeah. except for sort of a version of it within the start menu in right. the lower left. But what's going to be their new take? I'm, I'm actually more interested in that than I am in the specifics of the hardware that they're going to come out with. How are they going to adapt their vision for these tiles? I'm assuming they're going to take that vision yeah. and apply it to this new tablet, whatever it is, and they're saying it's going to be around $400. Um, to me, it's really interesting. And this is such a divisive issue with past and current Microsoft execs, mm-hmm. where the old Windows regime tells the new Windows regime, hey, when you switched away from that tablet interface, you basically torpedoed any chances of us succeeding in the tablet market. And the, <laughs> and the new regime says, but you guys killed the desktop market. You know, it's, it's right. like it's, so what's going to result from this under the Panos Panay and Satya Nadella regime? So do you not regime? think
0: this is going to be Windows 10? I'm, I'm, Windows 10 interface? I, I, well... It's going to be Windows 10. Current Surface interface. Well, it depends on what
1: Surface device you're talking about. Surface 4. Was it, what for, are we up to? Well, 4 5? Yeah, Surface for tablets. I think there's a chance here for them to make it similar to the Surface with the tiles and the, the start screen, but do something a little bit different with it. I, I would not be surprised if they came out with some kind of new variation, new flavor of Windows me. 10 for this. That scares
0: me. If they if they come up with a new flavor of 10, <laughs> if it's 10s or whatever, s yeah. mode, I don't want to see Microsoft come out with another RT, their version of iOS, because I think that's what's what it's iOS be. is 12 years old now, about to be 12 years old. It's it's mature. People know how to use it. People trust it. People who were eight years old when iOS was released are now 20 years old. Right? Don't try to make another iOS that cripples what people expect from a Windows and Surface device, are you going to just change that again yeah. in the hopes well, that a new operating system will take, take you know? Uh, here's here's where I am on this. I actually I disagree
1: with you on this. I think the mistake they made was selling high-end machines that locked down the functionality. In other words, things that were tablets or tablet-like devices Mm -hmm. that didn't run all the apps that you would think a tablet would. Here, if you're buying a $400 device or cheaper, I go in knowing that there's gonna be some type of limitation. If I go in and I get an iPad, I'm not expecting it to run AutoCAD, You know, I'm not sure. expecting it to run these high-end things that I would on a high-end Mac. And in much the same way, if Microsoft can come out with a tablet here that's clearly a tablet, and I think that's mm-hmm. part of the problem that they had in the past. It's like, what the heck is that thing? Is it a computer? Is it a laptop? Is it a tablet? And yes, to your point, the new generation is blending all of those things together, but I, maybe I'm just too old, but I just want a tablet. I, I, I To me, I think there is a role in... The digital life still for a
0: dedicated tablet. There's a role, but I think you would agree with me that there's a bigger role for a smartphone than a tablet, right? People are going to own a smartphone oh, before sure. they own a tablet. Sure. What happened with Windows Phone? Windows Phone, when you compare it to a new – if you're going to do a tablet with a new OS, they released a phone with a new OS, and that failed. So the tablet doesn't have as much appeal as the phone. Oh, sure. How would that succeed with yeah. the phone – Failed. you got to get developers on board to create apps for this thing. I mean, otherwise, well, why no. are people going to buy it? Well, wh- why, though? I mean, you've got the Windows Store. I mean, you've got
1: lots of apps in there. I, I don't think you need to make a big app, app push on this. Okay. Okay. I, th- I think mm. there's enough of a cr- – based on my experience, at least, with the Windows Store, there's a – you know, it's not on the level of the iOS Store or even uh, Google Play, but um, it, I think it is enough at this point to make a tablet functional and usable – Without needing to bring in uh, other kinds of apps, okay. other traditional Windows apps. I'm
0: just curious, like, if you're going to compete with the iPad, which now starts at 329 yeah, with a $400 product. So it's more expensive than the entry-level iPad. And to be clear, Bloomberg says
1: priced about $400. Roughly $400. $400. It's possible they could even get a little more granular and try and compete
0: directly. But yes, point Do you know what I'd keep buy? Going. Do you know what I'd buy? Uh, yeah, I know what you'd buy. No, 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 no. no. You'd be locked into greatness, man. Do you know? (laughs) Do you know what I'd buy from Microsoft? Oh. No, I don't. Do you remember about eight years ago, Hmm. a video leaked of a product called the Microsoft Courier. Courier, yeah. Yeah. That was a tablet that would fold. Is Jay Allard behind you over there? (laughs) I would buy that. (laughs) If they released that product, if they took that out and updated it for current the current time. So like that actually seemed cool to me.
1: Now, I've seen some sort of report about the possibility of something like that coming back. For people who missed this one, it was essentially a a, a dual screen device, right?
0: It's it's like a a large book-sized yeah. laptop, but when you open the laptop, instead of a keyboard being on one side, both sides are full display. Yeah. And it was like a digital desk in a way. I, mean, I don't know. It looked really cool in the demo video. Again, this is like 8 to 10 years old. So right. This is a long time ago. But um, yeah, it's, it was different. Like you, you, do, you can't compete with Apple and try to be the same as Apple. You got to compete and give something different. True.
1: I think back in the day, I can't remember the exact order of events, but I remember at the time Microsoft was also developing the Kin do you remember the? Kin? Oh yes, I did. <laughs> the, <smartphone? laughs> the two Kin smartphones. Yes, yes. that the resulted from danger. The former maker of the Sidekick. Right.
0: That yes. felt spectacularly. Yes. Loud. So I
1: think they were perhaps a little bit shell shocked by that experience. Again, I'm trying to remember the order of it, but I remember at the time they were not exactly yeah. game for uh, experimentation along right, right. those But uh, I mentioned Jay Allard earlier. He was one of the key folks on Xbox, and then he went into this courier project, and they had a big lab down in Pioneer Square. And J no period by the way. J, just oh, I didn't J, realize there was J, no period. Letter J no period. Get out of here! This yeah, guy. I'm serious. <laughs> you know, he's he's down in Portland. He's working on a really interesting um, bike startup. Interesting. Like, not not okay. making bikes, but like tracking bikes to avoid theft. Anyway, total digression there. But uh, he it, this this I think you're right. I think coming up with something new and innovative is really the way Microsoft should try and go forward. I'm looking at this tablet as sort of backfilling and perhaps providing more of a reference design for other major device makers to say, hey, here's what tablets running
0: windows should be like today in 2018. So that's... People said that about the other Surface line though, but I don't I don't feel like it's a reference design as much as Microsoft is kind of competing with their OEM partners. I, I disagree with you on there. I'm not trying to like be the, the Microsoft it's person fine, no, here, no, but no. Talking.
1: Yeah, I, I actually do think w- if you go out and look at a lot of the laptops from Acer and Asus, HP to some extent, I think you can see some influences from the Surface uh, laptop in particular.
0: I do see it. I don't mean that. What I mean is, Microsoft is making computers that are good enough that when you look at them, you might say, oh, this is the best Windows computer to buy because Microsoft's making the hardware, they're making the software. Why would I buy? this other thing when Microsoft made this. Sure, absolutely. So, well, price for one. I think. Usually of, when I think of reference design, I think of here's like an inexpensive model that you can kind of take cues from to build your premium version.
1: I think the key thing and the key advantage of the PC market, the Windows PC market, still is that variety. And if you look at things like I've got a Lenovo uh, Carbon X1 here in front yes. of me, and I specifically have opted in buying PCs more toward the HPs of the world, the Lenovos of the world, because I look at things like the Surface laptop and, you know, it's, it comes with a pen. Like, I don't need a pen. And <laughs> I know that's baked into the price, at least at the time it yep. was. And I actually have not looked at that recently. But that to me is the variety. And, and I think you end up getting a better overall lineup of computers when you've got somebody like Microsoft showing the way. Now there's so many Problems with so many of these PCs, starting with the trackpad. And then, lastly, I got to I got to mention this: Acer. This past week, came out with what they're claiming to be the first lineup of notebook computers with Alexa pre-installed. Alexa so, built in. Alexa built in. So I've I've actually I'm real Alexa, not and, Cortana. Please ask Alexa something. It's, it's exactly. Okay. So the preview of a future geared up. I'm I'm going to order one of these computers. Are you picking one up? Yeah, I've got to get right. one. And and because it's you know. It's historic, man. It is.
0: It's the if it's the first PC with Alexa built in, the the first laptop. Oh, right. The The first first no, they're kind of you know (laughs) they always got to find some way to be first First. somewhere, first
1: on something. The first laptop
0: (laughs) with a silver screen,
1: and I I don't
0: know. (laughs) Yes.
1: All right. So that is the rundown of Microsoft's. Rumored and reported, although based on this report, it's as good as done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan to come out with a new tablet to compete with the iPad. Also, some interesting information there, at, and hopefully, a preview of the upcoming Alexa integration into new Windows PCs. Coming up next, we go much bigger. Tesla Model 3. That's coming up next on Geared Up. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Geared Up. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Andrew, you've got a big purchase coming up that you're about to pick up. Yeah. The Tesla Model 3 is finally almost here.
0: It is here. Not here for me yet, but it is here.
1: So I am not a car nut. I Nor appreci- am I. I appreciate cars. I appreciate technology. I follow Tesla kind of tangentially. So for me and everybody else out there who loses track of all the model numbers
0: and why they matter, <laughs> what is the Tesla Model 3? Yeah, so I'm also not a big car guy, but I'm a gadget guy. Yep. And the vehicles that tesla makes seem to be drivable gadgets rather than cars at least in the way in my mind yeah. so the model 3 is tesla's this was their this was their ultimate destination elon musk started the company wanting to bring electric vehicles to the forefront and the way he wanted to do it was to sell a very expensive supercar that would then fund a expensive luxury car which would then fund a expensive SUV and then selling those expensive vehicles would help fund to bring their entry-level car to fruition and that's kind of what's happening so the model they started with the Roadster yep and then they went to the Model S then the Model X and the Model 3 the Model 3 is supposed to be the mass market entry-level version of Tesla vehicles so starts at $35,000 correct starts at $35,000 however you cannot yet buy the $35,000 model and actually on Twitter the other day someone asked him when is the $35,000 model coming and he said it's kinda like the same thing that I mentioned a second ago with the higher-end vehicles what he said was we have to sell the premium versions of the model 3 first because that is what's gonna help us once we get to 5,000 cars produced per week then we can start putting out the lower-end model because then we can afford to do it. So this is interesting. This is clearly Elon Musk's thought process
1: because you realize this is also how he's getting to Mars. Right, absolutely. He he is launching a satellite internet network Mm -hmm. around the Earth Yep, and then using the funds from that
0: to pay for basically a long-term mission to Mars. Right. And he's going to, before we do missions to Mars, he's going to do, I mean, I don't know how, how science fiction versus reality this is, but you can, instead of taking a plane from L.A. to New York, you can take... A SpaceX rocket from LA to New York and be there in 45 minutes. Forgot about that. Is that
1: still happening? Yes,
0: that's that's part of his that's part of his plan. Like you you know you basically go up into the to space and land and you're in New York.
1: Yeah, so that's his other company, SpaceX. But plus the boring company. Yeah, the boring company. Yes, this guy he's doing some
0: stuff. You know,
1: Solar City and all all, everything. all this stuff is eventually though about Mars, right? the solar panels, the car, right? You know the
0: hyperloop, all this stuff. Yes. clearly is about Mars. Let me go off it. a tangent for a second. Yes, oh. this, this, this wasn't be, the tangent already. No, this wasn't a tangent. This might be too much of a tangent. I'm not trying to get political, but if you have a colony of people on Mars and stuff starts going down on Earth, and people are like, "We need to escape to Mars," what's to say the people on Mars aren't like, "Hey, no, this is our planet now. You guys can't come here anymore." like how do you intergovernment is there Mars America and America U and Earth America and like that like we sh- that's just weird. Well, I mean at
1: this point it would probably be an international colony. So domestic and national interests would be it'd be like the international Very space station weird. in some ways. I got to say though you've got the makings right there of a great Ray Bradbury novel. <laughs> I love Ray Bradbury there the, you go. the late great Ray Bradbury. Um <laughs> Yeah, In fact, did you know this is like a tangent from a okay, tangent? Please do. My Xbox Live gamer tag is oh. inspired by I do not Ray know Bradbury. It. What is it? Nathaniel York.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: So, Nathaniel York was the first captain, if I recall correctly, to step foot on Mars in the Martian Chronicles, the, oh. the epic series of Ray Bradbury short stories. And the reason I chose that name was because it fits his, his characteristics perfectly fit what happens to me in video games he died almost instantly upon st- stepping on oh, the planet. Oh,
0: that's terrible. That's terrible. All right, the Model 3. Model 3. Back so, to the Model 3. <laughs> All right. So, Andrew you and I should just sit around and talk. <laughs> I we got to catch up, man. No, I'm sure people I, I'm sure people enjoy yeah, this. Right. The tangents are crazy. So, Model 3. There was some news this week on the Model 3, aside from the fact that I'm picking one up. Um, I have started seeing them around though. Oh, really? Um so there's a couple things. Um, Tesla Here in Washington State, we have a tax incentive that goes away at the end of this month. So if you pick up your Model 3 before the end of this month, you save $3,200 in taxes. And what Tesla did was as they were building these Model 3s, they started um, prioritizing Hmm. Washington State to get as many here as they could to help save People $3,200, huh. oh, which was nice, but that's been depriving other states, though, okay. of their vehicles. So I think what's going to happen is, after, you know, as soon as the first of the month hits next month, we'll see a decline in, in uh, deliveries here, at least for a few weeks, so that other people can catch up. Um, they announced their long awaited Tesla Model 3 performance version. And so if, you, if you're if you familiar with the Model S, you might see, on the back they have the badge, you might see a P, P90D, or P100D. The P stands for performance, the number stands for the kilowatt hour of the battery, and then the D stands for dual motor. Got it. So the Model 3 just got its P version and D version, and the price is $78,000 <laughs> before the autopilot
1: upgrade. So, so here's your choice down payment on a home yes or a new car
0: <laughs> correct correct but again this is supposed to be the thirty five thousand dollar car right um but but it's not right so but this one so the range they give you three hundred and ten miles it goes from zero to sixty in three point five seconds which is apparently amazing Yes. I, mean, I don't i don't know about these things again i'm not a big car that, guy that is yeah that sounds crazy it's supposed to put you back in your seat um 155 miles per hour top speed and again, $78,000 without autopilot. If you want autopilot, which, why would you buy a Tesla without? Like, that's pretty right. much one of the main features. Um, it's like buying an Xbox One and not buying a game. That's a $5,000 upgrade, though. So $83,000. But buying a Tesla
1: without right. having the autopilot is like buying an Xbox without having without a, a game. Without a game.
0: You have I mean you have an Xbox. You can stream content on. It. You can watch, you can watch HBO, you can watch Netflix on it, but you're not having as, as much fun as you could be having. Uh,
1: have you ever been in a car where somebody had insane or ludicrous mode in a Tesla? I on? have not. I have you? It was one of, yes. I was driving around Redmond with a Microsoft executive, okay, Brad Anderson. And he scared the crap out really? of me. Really? I he said, "Hey, I'm going to he thought I like knew what insane mode was." <laughs> So I'm going to show you in same am like that. That doesn't sound good. I, I that was terrifying.
0: Really? Yes. So what, okay. So can you explain this because I have not experienced. It was like a, mode. it
1: was like an unexpected roller coaster ride, except without rails and uh, <laughs> with with some kind of uh, with like zero confidence in the driver. I mean, who is this guy? He's a Microsoft executive. He's not a you know this is, is that, this is, is, is not a NASCAR like a driver. Wow. And, and like in a suburban street where you know. I'm sure he
0: went over the speed. It was, was it was it a straight line, though, or was he having to take curves? I, I can't remember. I Your just eyes remember. were closed the I, whole time. I just remember. I, think, <laughs> I think I might have screamed. That's funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. Now, now there is a lower-priced, higher-end version okay. as well. Um, they announced the dual-motor version, which is interesting because if you have an all-wheel-drive car today yeah. and the engine dies, the car's done. But with Tesla, the dual-motor Wheels it's front-wheel drive rear-wheel drive to make all-wheel drive if one of those two motors dies the other one's still fine Oh interesting so your car just becomes a front-wheel or rear re- huh. rear-wheel drive vehicle until you get to a service center to get it Replaced so that's pretty cool. That's only a five thousand dollar upgrade over the base price just, just five thousand Well to go for another five rear wheel to all wheel okay is five thousand dollars versus the whole you know Thirty two thousand dollar upgrade to get the performance model it's a good thing you got so, that tax credit <laughs> That's true. Well, these are not going to be these will not be delivering in time <laughs> for the tax credit. So you have to go. You have to go all in on these if you want those. But um, very interesting. One other piece of news that came out with Tesla was the Consumer Reports review yeah. and Consumer Reports said. Now, I don't know if I trust Consumer Reports these days because they have been making mistakes in their smartphone reviews mm. that were very obvious to me. Um Again, not being a car guy, I can't confirm or deny what they've been doing. But they found that the braking – what is it called? Brake distance, I guess, um, was inconsistent. Hmm. Sometimes it would be you know, this number. Sometimes it would be that number. So it was never a consistent. They're going 60 miles an hour. They slam on the brakes, and the car comes to a stop at this point. Elon Musk said they were going to look into it. And then he said, if we find a problem, we can fix it with an over-the-air update. Wow. So this yeah. would typically be something where they'd issue a recall, a car right. company would issue a recall, and even if it was a software update, you'd have to bring your car into a service sensor and have them perform an update for you. And Elon Musk and the Tesla just said, okay, if there's a problem, we'll figure it out, and we'll deploy a fix over the air. You wake up in the morning, and it's done. Wow. Like how – like that to me, that's the future. That, that is the way Elon Musk thinks versus pretty much every other – car maker because you don't have to have an electric vehicle to have you know an onboard system firmware system that can be updated over the air why don't more cars have this you know because there's onstar onstar has been around forever none of the cars with onstar are updatable over the air even though they have a cellular connection consumer reports said that the braking distance represented big flaws
1: long stopping distances in our emergency braking test and they Mm -hmm. also cited difficult-to-use controls. Mm. And then Elon Musk tweeted back, the CR braking result is inconsistent with other reviewers. He said it might indicate some Model 3s have longer braking distances. If so, we will address this at our expense. First time we've seen anything like this. He's like on it. Right. Right. As soon as somebody says anything.
0: and that's cool because he he's very responsive when yeah. things like this happen And he does respond back to like the average Joe who tweets at him. He'll respond back Here's what we here's what we're seeing. Here's what we're gonna do Here's how we're gonna fix and of course any tweet He puts out gets picked up by the media right away So what's the range of the Model 3? Do you have a rough sense for how far it goes? Yes? Yeah, so they rate it at 310 miles. That's the official rating. However, it actually is 350 miles, and Tesla asked the EPA to basically under-promise mm. so they can over-deliver. So if you buy a Tesla Model 3, you should be able to go around 350 miles, but it also depends on your driving style and things like that. If you're more aggressive, it's gonna be less. So that does that include, is, is that every model, or is that just like the long range model? That is the long range model, which is the only one you can buy currently. Um, the standard range version is I think roughly 250 miles. Okay. All right. So a little bit little yep. bit lower. All right. So
1: you're getting yours. Yes. What someday. are you going to do?
0: What am I going to do? What does that mean? What do you, are, you, are, you,
1: are you driving to Arizona? Or no, are you, where are actually, you going? Are you
0: gonna... <laughs> I'm picking it up and then I'm leaving for an event for a oh, number of you're days, you're flying out of town. Yes. Yeah, you want me to give you my address? I <laughs> just drop it off. Yeah. You take care of it yeah, for me. We got it. Um, we got this thing. <laughs> you know where we are. I'm actually having it dropped off at a, a place to do a to get it wrapped uh-huh, in a uh-huh. clear bra. Yeah. And then you got Coated.
1: You got plans for this thing. Other yeah, than yeah. I, I
0: wanted to stay stay looking nice. I
1: can tell that you're coming up with this on the fly. It's all <laughs> right. Okay. I'm looking forward to this, and I think we're already talking about at some point in the future doing a show from inside.
0: Yeah, that'd be weird, but I mean, we 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 give it a shot. We just drive around like like Jerry Seinfeld. How could it get any weirder
1: than this? That's true. (laughs) All right, with that, that is Geared Up for the week. Yes, yes it is. (laughs) Don't forget, you've got just a few more days to enter our Oculus Go giveaway. Just go to geekwire.com slash geared up or youtube.com slash gear live. Look for the videos or the audio of this show and you can get details on how to enter. Yes, good luck. All right, we are not going to have an episode next week, but we will be back the week after with fresh content. And the winner. And the winner. We'll name the winner of the Oculus Go. All right. Thanks for listening to Geared Up. If you're not already, you should subscribe to Andrew's YouTube channel to see our live behind-the-scenes videos. You can do that at youtube.com slash gear live. And, of course, you can subscribe to Geared Up on your favorite podcast app.
0: Just search for Geared Up. It's two words, not one, in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If you like what we do, consider leaving us
1: a rating and a review. It really helps other people find the show. Geared Up is a GeekWire podcast. You can see more from us at GeekWire.com. And Claire McGrain produces the show. Shout out to Claire. She puts up with a lot every week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll talk to you next
0: time on Geared Up on GeekWire.